Do you ever worry that you aren't cut out for homeschooling? This is the Homeschool Sanity Show, the episode where my guest and I make homeschooling doable, even if it's been a struggle in the past. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. I've asked about insecurities on the Homeschool Sanity Facebook page, and I know many of us have them. I know I did. Just because I had a PhD didn't mean that I knew how to teach or even parent my kids to adulthood. Before I introduce my guest for this episode, I want to thank CTC Math for their sponsorship. Are you looking for a new math curriculum? CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old School House Crew Review, the lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to a test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. CTC Math uses a multi-sensory approach of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment. This three-pronged attack makes learning so much easier and more effective. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And those who are doing just okay are now doing brilliantly. Visit ctcmath.com today to start your free trial. Carrie Strong is an experienced homeschooling mom with four children. She spent two years after college in the Dominican Republic teaching French, music, art, and Bible during her first year and second grade during her second year. After returning to the States, she taught K-12 Spanish at an academy in Kalamazoo, Michigan, before getting married and having kids of her own. She and her family now reside in northern Michigan, where she enjoys teaching her children, writing books, blogging, being outdoors, singing, and hobby farming. I know you will appreciate Carrie's relaxed approach to homeschooling. Carrie, thank you so much for joining me here on the Homeschool Sanity Show. I am excited to talk about my favorite topic, which is homeschooling with you and all the ins and outs of it. But before we do that, I would love to have you introduce yourself and your family to my audience. Sure. My name is Carrie, and I'm married to my wonderful husband, Kyle. We have four kids, uh, Elijah, James, Hannah, and Esther, who is uh, just a four-month-old now. Um, we have been uh, living in, well, we met in Michigan and um, have traveled been living in um, Indiana for a while. We lived in Arizona for a while. So now we're back in Northern Michigan uh, in the middle of nowhere, which, which is very nice. It's very nice up here, very quiet. I started homeschooling um, about 
Oh goodness. This has been five years ago now. So my, yeah, my oldest son is now 10 and he is in the fourth grade. And, um, I was always one of those moms that thought I would never homeschool my kids. And it was just never really occurred to me, um, to even do that because I uh, went to public school, turned out okay, and never even really considered it. Um, but after I had dropped him off, I just felt sad to watch him go through the doorway with all of um, the crowds of people that were around him. And my heart just sank because I felt like I, I had just given my son over to the state to be raised. So I didn't anticipate feeling that way. I, um, I started praying about it and talking to my husband about those feelings. And he and I, um, as we were praying, the verse that says, teach us to number our days so that we can gain a heart of wisdom came to my mind as we were praying. And I just thought, you know what? We only have so many years with our kids during their most influential time of life. And I thought, you know what? I'm ready to do this. And during that time, like all of these ideas started flooding my head. Like, well, what if we, what if we pulled, um, what if instead of pulling our kids out of life to learn about life, we brought them into life to learn about life? And what if we started building things together? What if we started cooking together, just really living life together and having them learn um, in a much more organic way? So it just, it got me very excited, almost like a, a grace kind of fell from heaven to be like, okay, Carrie, you can, you can do this. You're going to do this. <laughs> and so we we pulled him out um, around December time and around Christmas time, um, and haven't looked back. We've we've enjoyed it. It's been a um, definitely an up and down, bumpy ride, but I'm very thankful that we're homeschooling. Yes. So, given your experience, what reasons would you give to consider homeschooling to parents who are thinking about it? Sure. I, I would definitely say there's so many, so many reasons that come up. Um, one of the reasons why people don't homeschool is because they feel like they don't have the patience um, over and over again. That was the number one reason that I hear from a lot of parents is I don't, I don't homeschool because I don't have that kind of patience. And the funny thing is, is I used to say that exact same thing. <laughs> so I definitely am not one of those moms that has a whole bunch of patience. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like every day is a chance to really just depend upon the Lord and pray for strength and for wisdom and resources. And it's amazing how he comes through. Um, even today, I'm just going to, I'm just going to admit that I had a really rough day with my kids. We, we started school a couple weeks ago and I completely lost it again with my son. Um, and I just thought it was funny. Today, I'm going to be talking on the homeschool sanity show. And I feel like I'm going insane today. So The pressure. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, right? Yes. Um, but that's okay because I'm, I'm going to be real. Uh, it's hard. It's hard at times. But uh, it's definitely rewarding. And the reason that we do homeschool um, – comes back to my mind during times like that because I mean you've got to have a really clear picture of why because when you have days like I had today you're like oh why am I doing this why am I not just handing them off again um, mm -hmm. then you do need to know why you're doing it for us it was um, Elijah Elijah my oldest who we had put in school he had started changing in a very negative way already at the age of five and we started noticing that he was just very impressionable 
And um, like I mentioned earlier, like we, we just thought about it and we're like, you know, we don't have very many years. I mean, hopefully at least 18, but I mean, that's, that's not even that much in the grand scheme of things to really be uh, the major influence in their life. So uh, that was a big one. And just wanting to have him back, a lot of times he would get the worst of me at the end of the day. And I would get the worst of him at the end of the day because we were just tired. And I wanted to have my best hours with my son. I wanted his best hours with me. Um, so that was kind of initially why we started homeschooling. But my, my reasons have morphed and changed, and those are all still there. But just really studying the things that are taught in our schools these days and that are just so prevalent in our culture, I think it's just so important to be um, on top of that and tackling those things with the truth. And so every day we are, we're sitting down and I have the opportunity as a homeschool mom to really invest in what is true and to train them up to be um, stewards of God's word and to be able to discern right from wrong. And those, those things that I'm reading a book called Mama, Pear, Mama Bear Apologetics Guide to Sexuality right now. And I'm just like blown away. Like, oh, that's what the kids are learning right now. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my reasons are because I want to raise them and train them up in truth. Um, so many moms in my book share their stories of why they, why they homeschool as well. And a lot of them, it's because of the flexibility. Some it's because they have a, um, a dad that works um, in the evenings. And so they do their school at a different times or, um, so that they can have time together as a family. Um, I mean, just so many, so many reasons out there to homeschool your kids. Mm. Yes, there certainly are, and especially as you mentioned at this time in our culture, right? So we have a lot of freedom, but I think one of the things that gets confusing when you are especially a new homeschooling parent is what should our objective be? If we're not going to follow like the public schools objectives for our education, what objectives should we follow? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, in, in the book I have, um, so I start out with the why, and then I go into the what and where, and I clump them together um, because what do we teach our kids and ultimately where do we want to see them end up? So I think it's so good to have that um, that focus in mind of what kind of kids am I trying to produce? Is it Ivy League scholars? Is it um, people that can uh, just go out and get a really good high paying job? Is it to have a 4.0? Is it to have high prestige? What is our ultimate goal? Well, those things might all be good, but um, each parent kind of needs to assess what their ultimate goal is. And in our home, we, we so badly want our kids to be um, responsible, loving, compassionate, people that are adults that live above reproach and that are hardworking. We want our kids to be able to discern truth from lies. We want our kids to know uh, what the Bible says. We, um, we want them to be considerate. So all of those things that we want so badly for our kids are going to play a role in what we teach them on a daily basis and to keep that in mind. So yes, we do do the core subjects of math, reading, writing, science, but all of them can be centered around character development and around the truth of God's word. And so that's what, um, that's really what we try to focus on um, in our home. Hmm. That's excellent. And it certainly 
what I tried to focus on in my homeschool as well. So I know one of the other questions that homeschooling parents can have is how quickly should we try to move through the subjects that we are teaching? When do we know when it's time to move on to a new part of the lesson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that question. Uh, learning readiness, yes. That is something that has been uh, I've been challenged with so much lately by friends who have really encouraged me in that area. Um, I think if you go back and you think of when was my kid potty trained and how were they potty trained, well, it was, it was when they were ready. And I, don't, I know for myself that whenever I've tried to force my kids to do something before they're ready, it usually backfires on me and slows everything down. But if I can really um, just pay attention to when their, their eagerness is there uh, is a big clue and they're asking to do something, then you know that that's, that eagerness is there and it's ready. Um, then that's kind of our clue when to move on. Um, my daughter, for example, she, she was not a reader. She's just now starting to read and she's seven years old. Um, I have her in the second grade, but she's actually in a first grade reading level. And it took a lot of, um, I don't know what word to use, but just it, a lot of willpower to get myself to be like, okay, with holding her back a grade because she just wasn't ready for it. And I did the same thing in her writing. Her dexterity just was not there. Um, She could not grip a pencil very well. So we did a lot of like finger exercises and a lot of other things first. And uh, I held her back again in writing. But this year, it's actually her favorite subject. And I have just seen her start to thrive in writing. And I think it's because I did hold her back and allow her to go at the pace that made sense to her brain and her um, motor skills and her level if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. I mean, that is one of the huge advantages to homeschooling. And just when you think you know the path that your kids are on, then you have another child who is completely different (laughs) than your other kids. (laughs) So um, it is something that we have to constantly be working on and paying attention to and really um, adjusting to, right? Yes, for sure. And I think it's so similar to, again, how we, when we potty train our kids or when do they start to learn to walk? Well, it's, it's when they're ready to learn how to walk. When do they start to talk? It's, it's when they're ready to start to talk. And if you can bring that same concept into their education, um, there'll be so many fewer <laughs> tears um, along the path. I have a friend, um, I have so many friends actually that have spoken and I've gotten interviews from, but my one particular friend, Michelle, uh, she has nine children and with one of her kids, she was way behind in reading as well behind. I mean, homeschool world, there is no behind her head, but, um, her, she had read a book called better late than early and just felt a freedom to allow her kids to go at the pace that made sense for them. And with one of her daughters, she would just have, or I'm sorry, I think it was one of her sons, actually. He would sit and um, listen and absorb reading and have books around him all the time. But she did not force him to read until I think it was like what we would say second or even third grade. And he immediately caught on when he was, he was ready to do that. He immediately started catching on to phonograms and and catching on to reading. And and he never, um, 
from this point for or from that point forward, he was never behind in reading. So she says no time was lost, and the only thing that was lost was a whole bunch of tears. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> and related to that, you're talking about, you know, we have to, you know, sometimes wait for our kids to be ready for us to learn a certain skill um, to develop. And there are other aspects of our homeschooling in which it is so important to get to know our kids as individuals. Can you give mm -hmm. us some examples mm -hmm. of ways that we can get to know them better? Sure, yeah. One really great way is to just watch how they play. Um, for example, I will I will go and watch my, my kids and one kid just loves Legos, well actually two of them do, and they love to build things and they love to listen to audiobooks while they're building. And the room is a complete wreck. Like it's just, I'll go down there and every single day it's just like stuff scattered everywhere. <laughs> and it's so hard for my type A personality to just let that go. But then in the middle of the chaos, they will there will be these amazing creations that I would have missed if I was just looking at the mess. And each of those kids, they're very kinesthetic. Like they love to build and touch things and, and create things with their hands. And I think it's just, we kind of have to like sit back and, and force ourselves to let go of a few things to really observe and watch how they play and how they interact with other people. And um, my daughter, she is more of, um, has like a, a friend learning style or a learning language as, as, um, as it's called. Um, so in the book, I go through the, the learning styles and also there's something called the learning languages. And I had never heard of it until I had started reading the book and, um, or started researching. And I was just blown away. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that these were here, but there's a, a lady named Sarah Janice Brown who wrote a little book that you can fit in your purse. It's called how to homeschool. And she just has these things called the learning languages in there. And I just thought it was so fascinating. I read the different descriptions to my kids. And that's another thing you can do is just even read to them. What are the different styles? What are the different learning languages? And each of my kids right away knew what they were. They're like, oh, that's me. That totally describes me. And my daughter, Hannah, she's what they call the friend. She likes to learn with other people. She's very social. Um, my middle son, he is, um, I forget the name of it, but the one that's like more of a, uh, a follower. That's what it's called. And he loves to do speed drills. He loves worksheets because math is just, he's very um, left-brained left -brained and just loves those speed drills and seeing things. And my oldest son, he hates them, like hates doing speed drills, hates worksheets. We are in tears every day anytime I make him do that. And um, he's much more right-brained, very artsy and thinks um, differently than me. So it's, a, it's definitely <laughs> a challenge sometimes. But yeah, just learning, <laughs> learning what the different styles are and what the different learning languages are and really identifying or um, studying them and then just kind of looking and watching your children to see where you think they might fit. Mm. Very good. Very good advice. And it's really, I think it's such a fascinating journey to go on to see how God made our kids and how they're going to develop. Mm -hmm. And um, it's wonderful. Even having adult kids, it's a, a, just a fantastic experience to have. 
Okay, so if we have convinced a parent who is listening to us that they should give homeschooling a try, what advice would you give to them about getting started? I mean, just the true nuts and bolts. What should they know before they go to a homeschool convention and get completely overwhelmed or before they actually pull their kids out of public school or a private school? (laughs) Yes, great question. Um, And this one I love to talk about because that was me. I went to a convention before even having a clue what I was doing, and it was okay. I mean, I learned through that experience, but I wrote this book specifically for that mom. So before you go, I would just, um, there are so many different ways to homeschool your kids, and I did not even know. I had no idea what Charlotte Mason was, what classical was, all the different terminologies that were out there. And I went to this convention with a room full of hundreds of different curriculum choices, and I'm like, I have no idea where to even start. on the way home from that convention, convention, I literally had a panic attack in the car <laughs> because <laughs> it was so overwhelming to me. So I, I want to spare you of that. That is just, it's so hard. So the book is very short. It goes through each of the different, um, <laughs> each of the different methods and it gives a real life story for each of those different methods. So it starts with online, it goes through the traditional method the class or Montessori, Waldorf, the classical, Charlotte Mason, unit study, the more formula, unschooling, and the eclectic approach. So it goes through all the different methods that there are that um, that most moms use. Most moms actually grab and pull from a whole bunch of them, like I do, and just take ideas from each of them. Um, but then there's also a list of curriculums in each of those methods that if you like one particular method, then you can narrow out all of the other ones and just say, okay, well, I like this method, so I'm going to kind of look for these curriculum choices out there. Um, So, and really pay attention to, again, um, like I said earlier, who your kids are to decide which method you think would be best for them. But not only that, you have to figure out who you are too, because you don't want to be teaching in a way that doesn't make any sense to you either. So trying to find that balance of of teaching your kids according to what their skills and what their development and what their uh, interests are, and also paying attention to what your needs are too. For me, I I used to be a teacher, so I very much gravitate toward traditional just because that's all I've ever known. I didn't even know there were all these other methods out there. Um, I knew the Montessori one because my mom is a Montessori teacher. But I had no idea about Charlotte Mason Classical, all of these other ones that were options. And as I was reading through them, I'm like, oh, I love this idea and that idea, and I can piece together this. So even though I still do follow a traditional method, I can still kind of revamp it and let the curriculum be a source for me and not become enslaved to a curriculum. So yeah, just mm-hmm. just study your kids and, and really pay attention to who you are. Don't try to be somebody you're not or compare yourself to somebody else because it's okay that you are the way that you are. And um, hopefully you'll find something that works for all of you. Yes. Well, I'm sure you will because we have found things that work for our families. <laughs> so I'm sure that our listeners will do the very same thing. So um mm. Where can we get your book? Where's the best place for us to find it? Sure. Um, You can get it at westbowpress.com. That is the publisher. 
so you can get it there. Um, it's also available Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Um, you can go to our website, strongroots.farm, and find it there too. So all of those places are um, wherever you like to shop for books that should be available. Okay, wonderful. So do you have a final encouragement that you would like to leave us with today? Sure, yes. I, um, I share this story in my book that is just so near and dear to my heart. And it's, um, I, I grew up um, in a family that did mission, a lot of missions and we went overseas for one year and it really just stuck in my heart. I'm going to be a missionary. I'm going to be a missionary one day. And I went through college taking different language classes and studying how to be a missionary. And I just thought there's no other life that's more pleasing to God than to be a missionary. And that absolutely is pleasing to the Lord. But um, I, I had kids and then we were raising support to be missionaries and it was just seeming to go nowhere, but it was like, no, we have to do this because like, this is the only great calling and like, you're not a good Christian unless you're doing this. And I just thought that was the only way. So, um, but what the Lord has shown me over the years is that raising children is a calling. It's just as important as being a missionary or serving God in some other way that you think is higher and greater, but raising kids is a great calling. Um, one year we were learning the story of Noah in the Bible and my husband and I were like, well, let's go, let's go and look at the replica of Noah's Ark in Kentucky. So that weekend we went and we looked at it and it was just like the Bible story just came to life, not only for my kids, but for me. And as I stood there looking at this huge construction, this intricate, beautiful design, I was thinking, God, Noah and his family did all this, but nobody followed them. Nobody got on board except their family. And then it occurred to me, oh, except their family. Their family got on board. And God had Noah do this whole thing for one family. But we are here today because of that one faithful family. So if you feel like you're not adequate or that what you're doing isn't important or isn't kingdom work, it is. It's such an important job. And you are making a difference not only in your kids' lives, but they are going to make differences in other people's lives too. Absolutely. Well, that is a beautiful encouragement. So thank you for sharing it. And thank you for taking the time out of your busy family life to share with us and encourage us in our homeschooling journey as well. Well, thank you for having me. To find the links to Carrie's book, You Can Homeschool, and her website, visit the show notes page at homeschoolsanity.com slash you can homeschool. Thanks again to CTC Math for their sponsorship. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at homeschool sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.